Hello, humans, and welcome to Exposing Isolation. My name is Rebecca Elizabeth Weber, and today is January 20th, 2021. I almost wanted to say it is finally January 20th, 2021. Happy Inauguration Day um, if you're in the United States, um, or even if you're not. This is a huge flippin' day, and um, I'm really excited to be um, able to see it from home um wearing red white and blue and wearing my vote necklace and um as a student of civics um part of my degree was in political science um and then also as a seasoned event planner um i just i always enjoy these sorts of things i don't necessarily need to quantify it but um just to you know bring it into a little bit of context that i just i love watching the systems happening and the decorations and the program and how everything happened and um, as an anthropologist getting to know that this is history happening and um, these pictures will be remembered and seen again and um, but I also just like royal weddings and all the different things too so um, in that regard you know today is just really fun for me um, and um, but I didn't come on here to um, specifically talk about that I actually came on to talk about that I just met a new therapist and um, I it was a very different experience um, meeting her than I, I think I've ever met a therapist before. Um, I don't, yeah, I've never met anybody quite like her before. Um, she, um, I believe uh, she was um, an army chaplain and so has worked um, extensively with soldiers and um, a lot with trauma and PTSD. And what was so clear about today was that she knows about trauma. And I, I don't know, I, I was recently told by my psychiatrist that he thought I should find somebody who could do concentrated um, cognitive behavioral therapy with me, not um, not, um, other forms of therapy, which include, um, kind of like ongoing check-in every week and make progress in life, which is also a bit like life coaching or, um, similar in some ways to the clinical work that Thomas does. Um, and then there's like other forms of therapy where you like dig into the past and do things with it. And, um, Anyway, there's many, many different ways um, to explore what is going wrong mentally or physically with a patient and then how to go about um, uh, not eradicating, but um, resolving um, as much as possible the blocks that prevent people from living full lives. And I had never experienced someone, I don't, I don't believe I've ever worked with a trauma-informed therapist before, even if they said that they were, I don't know that they did say that they were, but if they, no, I don't think I've ever worked with a trauma-informed therapist before because she asked questions about the trauma. She asked questions about the CPTSD and specifically and only, she didn't ask me about like, I don't know, too much about my life right now are my goals or things. She was asking about the trauma. She was asking about the hypervigilance and the nightmares and um, all sorts of stuff like that. And I got to answer her honestly and she taught her things and she got to know me better. And she was able to 
really get a good sense of my struggle really quickly. Um, and I think that's from being trauma-informed. And that was absolutely fascinating. Um, and I don't know if this is what my psychiatrist meant about working with somebody who had like a plan. Um, but essentially, I don't know. In the past, and I did talk to the woman today about this, but in the past, I just wanted somebody to fix me so that I could go back to being important and useful and all the other things that I was raised to try and be and whether that was raised by my parents or society, being an American in the 90s, like just didn't, it didn't seem to go well for like any of us. Um, but regardless of all the reasons why I feel the way that I do, she was able to give me um, insight into a new perspective about my feelings, how I feel, not necessarily my emotions, like being able to label them as like, I'm feeling uh, joyous or I'm feeling betrayed or I'm feeling, you know, not, not how we say things like that, but the feelings. As far as I could understand, a lot of it, she was like, we were talking maybe for the first time about like how my body feels. And she was asking about my hypervigilance and I was telling her about I get getting like freezing and paying attention whenever I hear uh a loud truck go by um, and not so much anymore, but how I used to get really scared um, when anybody would come in to the house um, upstairs. Um, my bedroom downstairs is under the main entrance of the house upstairs. So if um, my grandparents are coming and going, or if somebody's coming in, they come in through the door that um is kind of or the entrance above my bedroom and so I can hear everybody come in and out and even if I I especially for the first couple of years that we lived here um I would always pay attention to who was walking around and what was going on and if it would see if it was grandma and grandpa or see if somebody else was here and um I have a propensity of hiding if um I can <laughs> or if I need to, or putting on a really brave face and going upstairs if it's somebody that I need to talk to and I have trauma around that. Um, yeah. So I was able to talk to her about like those kinds of things. And usually people want to talk to me about like how important I was and how I'm not important anymore. That sounds really bad. I'm still important. I'm just not important to like a cause or significant to a movement of ideas like I was around the time that I got burnt out. The internet doesn't really care who I am anymore. And um, the nothing that I'm doing is changing the world forever, um, like what I used to work on. Um, and so I just got to talk to her about the, I guess the symptoms, but the feelings not what it keeps me from doing, but what it is. And um, we also talked about my trauma a bit. We talked about my past and being raised to not have feelings and that the mortal sin was to ever make anybody uncomfortable and that was punishable and it was punished. And um, she was strong but delicate, I would say. Strong but 
she she assured me that she understood that that wasn't okay um, and that was nice um, and that she seemed to understand what that might do to someone like if that's the experience that they went through um, how that would disconnect them from um, a competency or a, a um, comprehension of feelings um, and being able to respect and um, take care of myself um, how maybe I, I didn't learn how to do that if I experienced what I experienced growing up and how maybe she's worked with other people who have that or I don't know but she just gave me the sense that she understood um, the whole thing like how if I was that upset already by the time I was five now that I'm 30 um, there's a lot of work to do but she she definitely gave me the sense that she could help that she could do something about it and um that's really great and um i look forward to talking to her again on monday um and as often as possible i um i have another therapist of course still and um i have a meeting with an a, a, another new person next tuesday um and i don't know who my team is going to end up being i i um I'm going to just do my best this year to assemble a team, to assemble uh, a care team and to make a you know plan and strategize and stick to the you know experiments that we're trying at any given time and really just give my best um, but still calm um, attention. Um, what me and my last therapist called chill with a purpose. Um, I need to be able to maintain the balance of progress, um, without mania. And I need to be able to have things to do even when I'm depressed, um, and for things to not fall apart in the transitions. I don't expect that to be easy, but today is the first day that I'm acknowledging that I want to create a life even while I have multiple chemical sensitivity and I want to create a life even while I'm, I don't know if I'm bipolar. Nobody's been able to tell me that I am bipolar. Um, but every time I try and explain what I'm about to explain, it just sounds like I'm bipolar. So, well, pending. That's what it actually says in my um, diagnosis and symptoms document that I share with every new person that I work with. Um, right now it says pending bipolar 2 um, with psychosis and I have all my symptoms written down um, and nobody's actually diagnosed me with that but what I'm learning is that I'm going through swings, phases, episodes. Um, sometimes it's a up and there's a lot of energy and there's a lot of push and there's a lot to try and do um but then there's also obsessions research obsessions that's one of the things that i'm realizing is a um a hallmark of my what i'm calling manic episodes is i as a researcher i get it i like researching um and when i have a lot of energy i research things so um last manic episode um, I learned a tremendous amount about K-pop um, and actually started 
learning um, Hangul, the um, Korean written um, language, um, with the intent to continue to learn Korean with long-term ambition to go to Korea and or move to Korea at least for a time. Um, and then as soon as this depressive um, episode hit, um, I had no intentions. I, I had no energy or desire to work on that at all. Um, and it just hits the next day. Like one day, um, I'm eyebrows deep in um, BTS videos, pausing to like practice to see if I can read any of the um, text on the screen and um, trying to see if I can understand anything that they're saying and like really excited and wanting to um, use the things that I'm interested in as motivation to get towards big long-term goals. Um, and then I don't remember exactly what day it was now, but um, like two or three days ago, maybe I just woke up and I was like, oh, well, not, I'm not working on that anymore or, um, but now I'm trying to, I'm hopefully, I, I'm not working on that for this next phase. Hopefully if, if it swings back towards another manic, hypomanic phase and I have energy again, maybe I can pick up Korean again, um, instead of like maybe trying to decide something new next time. Not sure yet. Um, but none of this really seemed to confuse or phase this therapist and it all just kind of seemed to fit into something that she understood you know she definitely acknowledged that I'm very sensitive and um this is going to take a lot of work and I was um, I certainly went through it and was taught all the wrong things but she didn't seem intimidated and it just seemed like I could um participate if I showed up and gave my all she would facilitate and um, we probably would make progress, probably pretty quickly too. So that's what I wanted to talk about um, is that I'm um, having different um, swings, um, mood states, mind states. Um, today is interesting though, because I hyped myself up for inauguration day. So I do have um, more energy than I would have expected to have um, say during a manic phase. Um, but, um, yeah, I'm not sure it's confusing. And it, again, I'm not claiming to really understand what's going on. This show is more to document what I'm learning as I'm learning it. And, um, sometimes I, I go back and check what happened later. Um, I also journal along with this and, um, but what I'm curious about today is um, something that I probably won't understand unless I keep tracking my uh, emotions and symptoms and um, figure out what triggers them and um, what environment is best to stay balanced. So those are some of the questions. Again, happy inauguration day. And mostly I'm just excited to have found a new team member. So thanks so much. And I'll catch you in the next one. Bye.